five things people hate about your app and how to fix them. On this episode of Absolutely, I'm going to walk you through the five top things that people hate when it comes to the app that you've created that has conveniently landed on their phone and why they delete it. I'm also going to touch on how to keep your app on your phones and to keep your users happy. When building apps, you need to understand that there is a human on the other side of the screen. That human has needs, wants, dreams, and goals. Entrepreneurs, however, sometimes create solutions that they believe will benefit their bottom line. But in reality, it alienates users. I want to help you retain your customers and increase engagement so that your users want to continue using your app. I want to help you stop using users. I know that might sound like a grand and lofty goal, but I also want to help your users. I'm sure that you don't have millions of dollars to throw at a wall and see what sticks. Instead, focus on what your customers want, give them that, and nothing more. Here's how we can keep and grow your user base. Let's jump right into it. Why did they uninstall your app? This is the question that plagues marketers, designers, and product managers. I have a secret. It's probably because you're doing something annoying. There are a plethora of reasons why your users are uninstalling your app. A really easy to stop this is just not be annoying, but that's easier said than done. I'm the CEO at Vermilion Sky. People call me Ken. And through the many years of working closely with our clients, we've helped them increase sales and engagement by steering them away from these five things that human hates, humans hate about apps. The most important thing to keep in mind is that a human uses your product. As product people, we often forget that there is a human behind the screen. If there's one thing that you take away from this podcast, understand that sometimes it's time to put down the spreadsheets and emphasize with your customers. When you emphasize with your customers, you understand the things that they love and the things that annoy them. Humans hate being annoyed. And something that annoys people the most are push notifications. It may not seem like it, but one of the most annoying things about an app is consistent and annoying push notifications. The problem is over 50% of mobile app users find push notifications annoying. Push notifications are often an unwanted distraction. Push notifications are sometimes irrelevant to the user's current context, causing them frustration. Now, the solution to deal with annoying push notifications is segmenting your users. Understand who they are, what they want, and how and when to send them push notifications. With any app that you build, you always want to provide value before you ask people to do something. So when you ask people to enable push notifications, ensure that you are giving them value first. Tell them why you want to send them push notifications and give them a brief explanation of the types of notifications that you want to give them. You also want to give them 
control over the notifications that they get. Give them specific time periods in where they can or can't receive notifications. Allow them to sign up for your notifications if you, ha if you have daily or periodic notifications. Allow them to either batch the notifications or to have them sent to them on a periodic basis that they can choose. Control is the most important thing here. Over 50% of mobile app users find push notifications annoying. We've all been there. You're doing something extremely important, or you're relaxing by the beach on a cool summer day, or you're rushing to your next meeting, then you hear it. Your phone starts vibrating. You're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm, I must be really late, or oh, this must be something important. Then you see it. A push notification from a game that you stopped playing two weeks ago, telling you that there's devil points or you can purchase this new item. This isn't really important or urgent information. And now you're upset. Your nice day at the beach was ruined. Well, not ruined, but interrupted. That meeting that you're late for, you're even more late because you thought that this was something from your boss. And this push notification, you realize, is not urgent. It's not even important information. The medium of the push notification itself is set up in a way to convey urgent and important information. The sound, the vibration, the transition from the screen to the application, all of the aspects of a push notification is physiologically set up to trigger the pleasure centers of our brain. The worst thing that you could do is not put a reward after that physiological experience. The second worst thing that you could do is not is to put a reward that's just not worth it at the end of that experience. We've all been there in a situation where your phone is across the room or in another room and we will drop everything that we're doing just to see the contents of this push notification. The problem is that if your push notification does not del deliver value to your user at that moment, they will resent your app. Now, this isn't a big resentment, just a mild annoyance. Over time, however, that annoyance builds up to the point where your user just sees your app as a distraction. So, they delete it. How can you fix this? You need to step back, understand that your user is a human. You must know your users. Your users determine the value of your application. They determine if a notification is important or worth it. Segment them. Put them in little buckets. Give them control. Ch test and look at your churn rates based off of the times that you send out notifications. Do experiments specifically around the times that you do send people notifications. In addition, when you are sending out notifications, ensure that you're giving enough value in your notification. Again, the value here is determined by your user and not you. One of the ways that you can show value is to let people know that you're sending them a push notification for a very important reason. And that very important reason was set there because you've already warned them that, hey, we're gonna send you push notifications for 
these three events. Give them control over the events that they've set up. Give them the opportunity to ensure that when you they are getting push notifications from your application, it's something that they value. Remember, that human needs your app for a reason. They downloaded your app for a reason, and now they're giving you the opportunity to interact with them. Treat push notifications like you would treat a phone call. Take a step back and understand the needs of your customers. Now, let's talk about ads. Excessive and poor ads is a problem. Users hate excessive advertisements. There are plenty of times where I've opened up a game and I'm bombarded with seven to 10 ads. I immediately close the game, delete it. You wanna choose one or two monetization channels. You don't want to bombard people with a bunch of ads, the banner, the interstitial, the reward. You have to plan this correctly. Users hate excessive and poor ads. If done poorly enough, your users will delete your app and leave a bad review. For example, there's a re review that I read that said, the basic game loop here is fun. The game is fun, right? That's really awesome. But the problem was the ad experience here was so bad that they deleted the game. They then in turn took out time to leave a review. And let's really get into what that review says. The issue is that the game suffers from, like many other games of this ilk, is ads. I'm not bashing developers for putting ads in their free apps, but this borders on abusive. There are a couple of things that we could take from this review. Most users understand if they're downloading your app for free, they are going to see ads. It's free. Nothing is actually free, but your game was free. It was on the App Store. Generally speaking, most users aren't bothered by a reasonable ad experience. However, the moment that you inundate them with ads, showing them a banner, pop-up, interstitial ad, and all this within the first few minutes, it lowers the quality of your product and your value proposition. Remember, people are hiring your app to do something. That could either be entertainment, to do a job, to do something. If you bombard them with ads, you're only pr producing another distraction. Don't introduce a new problem while you're solving one. Don't show them ads during the core of your value proposition. Users understand that they are trading attention for the value that your app provides. However, if the core experience is riddled with ads, it will, in your user's mind, lower that value. Show ads during the natural rest phases of your application. You want to, you'll be able to identify these with a good UX designer or by testing how users use your app in the wild. Most importantly, however, don't be greedy. Understand the trade-off between the value your app provides and what a user is willing to tolerate. You can do this by creating separate cohorts of your user base and running tests against these cohorts to see what works best for you. It's complicated, but it's also very effective. If your app does use something like in-app purchases, you also wanna ensure that your potential whale spenders have the best ad experience possible. 
best, I mean minimal. You'll find a good balance when you can move to tweaking your engagement. Humans get bored and a bored human is a symptom of poor engagement. Poor engagement. We wanna make sure that your app fulfills the core promise to your user. When they're on the app store looking for apps or if they've downloaded your app from a link, you are promising them something. If that promise is not fulfilled, they're going to be upset. And guess what? They're going to delete your app. Now, when a user does go through the process of downloading your app, it's a modified version. It's a modified version of the buying cycle. Let's walk through the buying cycle in the context of an app. A user becomes aware of your app through an ad or a search through the app store. They then form an opinion on your app through preliminary research, your app icon, the screenshots that you have, your app rating, and the information that's out there. The user then chooses you because you're here and you're obviously awesome because you're listening to this podcast. Occasionally, a problem may arise where you may want to tweak the experience for users, but they download your app, they're into your customer funnel. Finally, a user becomes loyal to you, to you and your brand mission. We're gonna focus here on the service and loyalty per- portion of the user's app experience. Most apps never reach the point where they get customer loyalty because 71% of app users churn within 90 days and 21% of users abandon an app after one use. That means they've downloaded it, they used it once, and they never use it again. Why? There are a few reasons. It could be that your app doesn't fulfill the core promise. You made a promise, you didn't fulfill on it, and now the user wants to delete it. If this is the case, then your app pulled a bait and switch. You promised them value and you did not deliver. Or your value is behind an unreasonable paywall. When it comes to this specific issue, it can only be remedied by fixing the core pain immediately or providing some type of supplemental value. You can determine this by tracking your user's actions within your app and learning where they drop off. From there, honestly, ask them. Or look at your reviews, because they will tell you. If your user drops off in the middle of your core value proposition, then you may have a problem with the value itself. The most important thing to do is let your data guide you. Ensure that you have all the tracking protocols in place to do this on day one. You want to be sure that you can learn the most from your users. It could also be that your app might not give the user a reason to come back. Your app could just be a one-time use. If you're a utility, a user might want to measure something and then they're gone. This kind of depends on your business model, but if your core monetization strategy is advertisements, then you want to see your users at least 11 times a month users that visit your app that many times per month become the 29% that become loyal customers. To increase retention, you want your users to build a relationship with your app. How do we do this? 
through personalization, giving users a unique experience based on their preferences. You also want to give users rewards, providing timely rewards for each for app usage, hitting milestones or completing important tasks. You also want to do some excellent feed. You also want to gather excellent feedback, allow users to tell you what's wrong. You may be solving one problem, but there may be a bigger problem around the corner. Listen to them. And this tip also helps you from getting poor app reviews. You can also use in-app messages to engage your users. In-app messages are not push notifications. They are messages that appear within your app's experience. They're less intrusive than notifications and can be used to highlight important but not urgent events. Now I did rag on push notifications earlier, but users need specific personalized contextual notifications to entice them to reopen your application. One of the best but partially creepiest notifications that I've ever encountered was one that said, I haven't opened the app in a couple of days and it asked me why. <laughs> Don't be afraid to ask the people who did not sign up for push notifications to do so again. After using your app for a period of time, they may see the value of getting specific personalized and contextual push notifications and sign up again. Now, the last thing is a complex registration process. We, for well, at least most of us, are all humans. Humans appreciate beauty. Users will stop using your app if the sign-up process is difficult or if it asks you for too much information. The registration process should be simple email, password, name, max. Maybe social media accounts, maybe advertise. The best solution, which a lot of people are working right on right now, is no sign up at all. You need to know how comfortable your users are with your brand before you ask them for, your pers for their personal information. If you want more information from your users, you're going to have to trade that information for value. For instance, you can ask a user's birthday, but let them know that you'll send them a 30% coupon for the next purchase. It's a give and take. Do not, and I repeat, do not force your user to give you their phone number, birthday, social security's number, mother's maiden name, etc unless you're opening up a bank account. Now with phone number, you can get away with that as long as you promise not to send them random text messages. Text messages can essentially be used as push notifications, unfortunately. Even in that case, you must design your experience so that it's not overwhelming to the user. Speaking about design, poor user experience is another reason why people delete your app. Bad UX, bugs and technical issues, having a poor user flow, hiding important functionality in your application all contribute to poor UX. We do our best to design experiences that look great to us. However, we are not the user. The user is the user. Because of this, 
we end up designing experiences for people who don't empathize with the problem that our users are dealing with. When this happens, the user has a clunky experience. They have to then weigh this experience against a problem that your app claims to solve and the value that it actually provides. If the negative experience of interacting with your app causes more pain than the problem that you're solving, then your user will delete your app. UX is a complex subject that's beyond the scope of this podcast, but here are some tips that you could use to ensure that your users are happy. Ensure that every screen has no more than two primary functions. Ensure proper brand guidelines and spacing. Apple actually has a great spacing design spec. Look into that, it's really great. Keep your UI simple and uncluttered. Take advantage of empty space. If you can optimize one thing, optimize your onboarding process and your core value proposition. You wanna get from onboarding to to value immediately. And essentially, those are the top five things that people hate about apps. Please let me know if you have more ideas or something else that I haven't touched upon here. As always, we are definitely looking for any comments or any ideas for future episodes. And if you need an app built, you can definitely work with us. We build apps so that you don't have to. And I'm Ken Vermeil. That is another episode of Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to speaking to you soon.